Welcome to episode 19 of Iron Man Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Alright guys, welcome along to episode 19 of Iron Man Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Alt. How you go, mate? I'm good, about the same as I was an hour ago. Well, for you guys, it's, it's next week, but John and I, we're going to record this show about two days after last week's show, but we decided just to jump on board and get straight into this show after last week's show. Because I had everything so well prepared. That's right, we've we're just going to rip through this. Yeah, now this, this session is going to be a little bit um, shorter than normal, just because uh, I'm actually off to Auckland for next week, so I wasn't able to do the show which will be your now time. And uh, so we thought we'd spend this week really just focusing on a bit more on some of the questions and answers that we've had over the last period and maybe give some more detailed answers. We will cover a couple of things in the news and stuff, but uh, basically it's our main focus. We're going to have um, a quick look at the upcoming races. We've got a website of the week, uh, High Five for uh, yoga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got, we've got a new feature this week, the Product Review Centre. Pro- oh, I like that. That's a good name, Product man. Review Centre is now officially open. So <laughs> well, gonna... That means it's going to be a new introduction. There is. <laughs> new, new music, new introduction. <laughs> oh, it's bloody beautiful. <laughs> um, so, yep, and then we'll just be basically going into your guys' questions and answers. So, on the news front, we're not really focusing on news so much because, again, it's only an hour later from last week's news for us, but uh, we've got upcoming races. Got the Embram Man. So, what is the Embram Man? Embram Man is called Embram Man because it's uh, at a place called Embram. Yep. Makes and sense. Uh, if we talked to we talked to Olaf Shabustas last week, and it's a race he's two targeting. weeks ago. Two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. I'm a week ahead of myself, funnily yeah, enough. <laughs> um, so Olaf's off to do that. It's a very very challenging bike course. Uh, you swim in a lovely lake, and then the bike I think takes in three coals. So you've got you know a massive amount of vertical climbing. And then it's uh, it's a pretty challenging run as well. So, I looked at last year's results, and the the guy who won did nine hours fifty nine. Uh, so if that nine gives, hours fifty nine. That gives you some indication of, of wow. uh, how tough a course is when the winner only only one person went under ten hours. So imagine heaps of people blow up in the run. Yeah, but I think if you if if you're uh, going to enter that sort of race, you you probably go into it prepared, and you know it's going to be a long slow day, and you're not you don't have any time expectations. So yes, I'm sure. Um, I'm still sure a lot of people do blow up. Well, like for you, mate, John John is going to be doing I mean, well not I mean, uh, challenge Queenstown. Now apparently we haven't really seen the course yet, but apparently it's a pretty tough like hill ride. Yeah. You know what are you going to do different for that? Uh, I'm just going to do a lot of undulating rides. Uh, so the course down there is very undulating, not a lot of flat. So I'll, I'll have a course in Christchurch, which we call Long Bays, which is uh, just an undulating ride. It has a mixture of flat and undulating, but I'll just be practicing uh, not riding hills too hard and yep. uh, and learning to, to ride hills at a certain heart rate and, and just controlling the effort and try to keep an even effort through the bike. Um, what a lot of people do when it's a hilly course is they you know, hammer the hills recover on the downhill, sort of try to hold an even yeah. pace. So so I'll, I'll be looking to hold a fairly even pace. But in, in most respects, it will still be uh, the same sort of effort as, as another Ironman. I mean, I'll just be trying to get through the swim without too much damage, um, trying to conserve energy on the bike, and then uh, trying to do the damage on the run. Do you practice running off the bike more because yeah. of that uh, in your training? No, no more than any other Ironman, no. No, okay. it's no, pretty standard. I, I mean, I always run off the bike after my long run, yeah. uh, after my, my long yeah. bike. Uh, I always, always have a brick session, and I quite often run off the bike another time each week. So even if they're short runs, I think that's pretty important just to get the old 
brain yeah. into tune and running off the bike. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. We've digressed. Yeah, okay, and we've also got the full vitamin. So a couple of weeks ago we had 70.3, which was officially sanctioned by uh, WTO. Um, WTO, what, what organisation is that one? <laughs> <laughs> this is a new, Sorry. new organisation in Bevanland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by Ironman Corporation. And, um, and But this one is a full Ironman distance, but it's not sanctioned by them, which is kind of weird. Yeah, it was. And uh, they don't get a massive field. I, I had a quick look on there, and it's uh, they get a few hundred people racing. But um, Maybe yeah. they're building towards and are hopeful to actually do that eventually. Perhaps, because I'm, I'm sure, you know, if you call something an Ironman, it automatically attracts a, a whole lot more people. Yeah. Um, but again, it did. I don't know what sort of calibre of feel, but the times when I had a quick look at them last night, actually two weeks ago, uh, yeah. they, they weren't, uh, wasn't, didn't look like a particularly fast course. So, um, Although so, maybe yeah. it's because the field wasn't strong as well. That's true. Mm. Yeah. Uh, other races we've got? I'll let you pronounce yeah, that one. Yeah, Triathlon de Val... Valdor. Valdor. I was just... I, th- I thought I'd pull up another one. We've uh, really focused over the last two episodes on non-Ironman races. So just happened to be another non-Ironman distance race I found in Canada. So, um, yeah, I, I never knew there was that many non-Ironman Ironman distance races out yeah, there. Yeah, no, there uh, seems to be quite a few, doesn't it? Yeah, if you, go, if you go into X-Try, this is where I get most of my info for all these races. And um, there are plenty of them popping up all over the show. So... Uh, Good stuff. We like to see that. It'd be interesting to see how successful they are. Yeah, they, they, they definitely do not get the numbers. I think Roth is probably the only one that yep. really smokes it. Mm. Um, but I think the other ones will, will build up. And uh, and I suppose the other thing is that there's not a huge, you know, the cost of being an Ironman exactly. for those events. So, yeah. you know, maybe to pull a profit. It's, mm. um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So those are races coming up over the next weekend. Right, let's so, get that uh, get that music rolling. We don't, I don't think we have a high five music, do we? Don't, no, no you, you do the high yeah, five. Yeah. One, two, three, four, high five. There we go. Oh, enthusiasm. It is it's great. So um, we're actually going to do a product review in our product review centre um, <laughs> later on, yeah. uh, and we got um, which is regarding yoga. So we thought, in kind of in line with that, we'd do a high five for doing yoga. Now, I'm not sure how many of you out there are doing yoga, but John highly recommends it. Mm-hmm. Um, Very much so. So, so um, our first tip is uh, we are actually going to be reviewing a yoga DVD, but I think it's really important um, that before you start doing yoga, uh, you actually do an intro course so you can get the basic movements. Somebody can check your alignment and make sure you're not doing anything drastically wrong. Same as you know, doing swimming, biking, or running. You just need to get yeah. a little bit of uh, intro help, and it may mean you know, after you've got that, you, you're sweet to go away. To be honest, I think it's practice. more important because yoga is a very advanced movement. Yeah, yeah. You know, and for a lot of people out there... Um, to, to just, you know, you need a bit of guidance in that first start. And some of those movements can be quite advanced. And if you don't know what you're doing, you will damage yourself. Mm. And particularly if you haven't stretched a lot beforehand, so you're going to be mm. pretty tight and then you're looking for damage. So definitely having a coach and someone who's a, you know, a coach-type role model um, will, is, is vital in the situation. Yeah. You roll off number two. Okay, number two is make sure you have the equipment. Um, get a yoga mat because obviously holding positions, strength positions for a long period of time and if you're on a slippery floor, it can actually be quite dangerous and also get a belt. Now, these are relatively inexpensive so you know, make sure you have that stuff when you're doing it. Yeah, and if you followed point number one of doing an intro course, your yoga teacher will probably perhaps give you a few other props that would be helpful if you are really inflexible. Um, they have little boxes and things like that which can help you get into positions a little bit easier um, also some things like bolsters which is a thing you sit on um, again if your flexibility isn't great 
they can give you a slightly, um, you can still get into positions, but just a, a little bit easier on the stretching and an easier way into it. So yeah. so equipment is pretty important. Um, and number three is uh, you really want to be doing your yoga in a fairly quiet space and warm the room up. If you're in winter, obviously, if you're in summer um, and you live in a nice warm place, obviously you don't need to turn the heater on. Yeah. But uh, you're probably not going to get the greatest session done if you're in front of the TV and you've got kids running around you. So um, you do need a bit of quiet space just to, to chill out. And in yoga, it's one of those mind-body type of workouts. So, you know, you do want that space where you can just let your mind be free and uh, get in that meditative yeah. state. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, last, oh, no, we've got two more, actually. Um, frequencies of sessions. Now, if you do one every three weeks, there's not going to be that much benefit from doing it. And so you really need to be aiming for at least three times a week, really. Yeah. And uh, and ideally, if you could get up to six. Now, again, it depends on how long the, frequ- the session is and yeah. what kind of intensity you're doing it to. But if you're doing it for around about 20 minutes to half an hour, if you can do... Um, at six times now, I'm not. I'm admittedly I'm not an expert on yoga, um, mm. but I know that a lot of people find the, a yoga routine that they basically do continuously, yeah. really. And so, um, so once you've worked with a coach or some, you know, you've learned the information about the routine, then you basically just repeat that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's a good idea just to find a time in a day, like maybe get up half an hour earlier or something like that, or before you go to bed, and just choose that time that that becomes your yoga time. And uh, my last tip is uh, to repeat each exercise you do two or three times. Um, if you just go into a, a pose or a particular stretch uh, and just do it once, you're not going to get the maximum benefit. Um, what you'll generally find is you do the first one, you'll have a few creaks and you just ease your way into it. Uh, second time you get a little deeper and the third time you get a little deeper, deeper still. So, so make sure you do each exercise two or three times. Do you do yoga as your only form of stretching? No, no, I stretch um, after well. every session. I mean, ideally, I try to get about five to ten minutes after every single session, and yeah. I, I'm usually pretty good at that, um, unless I have to rush around and do Ironman talk, yeah. then, then it sometimes does get a bit uh, cut sometimes. Well, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Good, yeah. <laughs> but generally, I'm, I, and, and if I take a, a session, like on our Monday night running, um, we'll stop ten minutes before the end, and we'll do about a ten-minute stretch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the moment, I'm doing a yoga class um another a course every uh, two weeks and then I generally do um, a couple of other short practices as well so again I don't do as much as I like I used to do a huge amount more when I was training full-time I'd probably do about an hour every day what, what do you find the benefits because admittedly I haven't spent a lot I've done we um I teach group fitness for a company called Les Mills and we have a yoga type program called body balance and I've done a bit of that over time and it's a a bit of yoga but it's also got balance and strength and all this other stuff within there and I really enjoy it for me it's a time thing um, but w- w- when you're in that zone for me it's pure it's uh, simply the, the key benefit is I stay injury free and I know if I'm very very good with my yoga um, the chance of me getting injured are significantly decreased and I know when I do yoga I've got Getting older, I clicked over to the big 3-0 a big few, three weeks, o, ten, few weeks ago. Oh, it's all downhill, mate. <laughs> See, I'm only 28. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I, you know, I've, I've had um, a fair amount of trouble the last few races I've done, uh, post-race um, yeah. injuries, and, and I know when I stretch and do a lot of yoga, I feel better for training, so obviously my training performance lifts up and, and I reduce injury, which again is helps me with my consistency, so... So it helps on those fronts. I don't really get into the uh, the spiritual side of it very yep, much. Yep. Um, I do like the end at the end of each practice, just putting my legs up the wall and letting you know that flush out. Um, but I don't really, I wouldn't say I meditate or anything like that. Well, I actually do meditate. I, I do a form of meditation every day. Um, and again, it's it's the, the thinking is a bit kind of out there, <laughs> yeah. and it's not really what I'm into in regards to thinking. But the method of the meditation is really good, and I really like to spend 20 minutes a day doing that. And so, um, I think this you know finding what works for you is always really important. Mm. Um, 
So cool. So those are our so high five a for uh, yoga tips. The yoga tips. Okay, so I'm going to get the music and let's get into it. Website of the week. Oh, thanks, mate. That's yeah, pretty brilliant. You I guys left, would have listened to that one last week, and I left him out in the cold there. Had a little chuckle to myself. I don't know if I wanted to teams events with you. I tell you, <laughs> creepers. But anyway, this is our website of the week. This week we have polarpersonaltrainer.com. Now, uh, a listener, Steve Cooper, from uh, I'm not sure where he's from actually, to be honest. But he sent us through an email a few weeks ago, just saying that he uses this and uh, he, th- he finds it's really good. Um, you've had a look at it and you have some things you're not entirely happy with. It's a good it's a good tool. Um, I really like the Polar software, so if you have got a good Polar watch, the, the 725, um, I think that's... Uh, valuable. That valuable, 625 or 725. Um, that's probably the best way is just uploading it to your PC and if you're working with a coach, uh, you can email the exercise Boy, files Mac. over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's a better way of doing it. But Polar have introduced a software which is still uh, they're still looking to change a little bit. The only um, area of concern I had on it when um, some of the athletes I was using tried to start using it is uh, it gave more, it was more giving your heart rate and a percentage value rather than the actual figures which I was really after. And uh, I couldn't seem to find a way to change that. And I did actually contact Polar and it didn't seem to be. So again, I haven't done my research really well in that area. I, I but, think in um, that regard, it's like for John as a coach, that's kind of a pain in the bum for him because he needs to know everybody's individual zones if yeah. he gets a percentage. So that's a, you know extra work and a pain in the butt. Um, but maybe for someone who's not using a coach, you know, yeah. you know your zone, so it's not, you know, so depends. But... Um, I can definitely see your point on that one. It, it's got some benefits, and I think they're going to um, it's going to advance quite well. So, so it's a good step. Um, but I, I, if you have got Polar, I'd probably say use your uh, use your software on your computer. Yeah, you and then that, we've talked about yeah. training diaries before, and you know that's the Polar is awesome, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it's very very easy. You just um, hit send to your, or hit connect on your computer with your um, your little red button, yeah. and away it goes, and it uploads, and then you just add a couple of comments, and you don't have to write in how long you train for, what heart rates you're yeah. doing. It just does it all for you. So. So uh, yeah, Polar stuff's pretty good, and they're mm. also doing work now with the um, <clears throat> with Nokia, so you can download it all onto your phone and, oh, okay. and so on. So pretty powerful piece of equipment, and, mm. uh, and really but it, no, it, it is it has got um, it's, it's benefits on the Polar site, so it is our website of the week, and uh, get on there and maybe have a little play around if you've got some spare time at work and you want to get on the net. Um, well, of course, you'd never do that. No, we'd never no. do that. No, we don't no. work, so we, we don't worry <laughs> yeah. about it. But yeah, so yeah, that's our website of the week. Product Review Centre. <laughs> that review was a bit funny. Oh, we're shockers. We've, we've got to get a new way of introducing our, our special features. We just uh, yell them out together, but uh, we're amateurs. We're working on it. We're working on it. We, do, we are adding music, so you got to, You can't complain. <laughs> um, so we, we, we got sent an email by, I can't remember who it was by, to be honest, but it was obviously associated with this product a few about a month ago, asking if we could review his product. And it's called Yoga for Endurance Athletes, a total boat training fitness and performance series by Steve Tappan... Tapanian, Tapanian, and Mary Angela Buffalo, Buffalo, not Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo, Buff- Buffalo, maybe. Buffalo. Not Buffalo. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <Calling> her Buffalo. <laughs> oh dear, but they, but they sent that sent us in, so we uh, appreciate that, and we're going to give it our thoughts. Um, what we're going to do with with the uh, product review centre. Is we're going to give our, um, our sort of overall comments, uh, things we think um, that are really good about it, 
things we think they perhaps could do better and then we're going to give it a, a mark out of 10 on both uh on price uh and performance so you know how much it costs uh yeah i've got a fairly, oh, fairly good good. idea that's good. um so do you want to go first no no uh, we actually we've got three reviewers here today yeah, so we've got yeah. um bevan myself and uh, my wife who john's gonna do her voice yeah hello Oh. <laughs> uh, she doesn't actually sound anything like that. <laughs> we had to cut out a bit there because John actually just lost the plot. Well, we both lost the plot after that amazing we're, impression of his wife. <laughs> we've been sitting in here a little bit too long. Oh, see, we're doing shows back to back, and yeah, oh, it's too much. Yeah. We're, we're not we're not skilled enough at this no. job yet. So anyway, um, back to the the yoga for endurance athletes DVD. Um, so yeah, we're going to have three reviewers: myself, Bevan, and uh, my wife. But I'll be. Uh, passing on my, the knowledge from my wife rather yep. than her being here. Yep. Um, and it's going to be quite different because I've done a fair amount of yoga. Um, my wife's done a little bit, but she's obviously she's not a triathlete. Uh, and Bevan hasn't really done No, but I, I, I am, I, <laughs> I'm a group fitness instructor and understand what you need to be doing as a yeah. group fitness environment. It's, it's kind of based on that type of thing. So I, I had some insight. So I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to kick it off with things I think... Um, they could could do better. Um, I think it's overall. I think it's a really good DVD. Um, what well, one of the things I like to do, and we mentioned that in the high five, is when we when I do an exercise, I like to do it um, two, three, sometimes even four times through. Um, what I found with this DVD is some exercises I did do twice, but a lot of them sometimes I only did them once through. Yeah. Um, and so, so I'd be encouraging you if you are, are using this DVD, um, and I do think it's the, one of the better ones that I've seen out there. Is uh, to, to hit the old pause button and uh, and to go through exercises a couple of times each. Um, so they tend to do like the downward facing dog, which is um, a good overall stretch, particularly in the hamstrings. They tend to go back to a few yeah. times, but then some of the other stretches they just tend to do once. And, and I can completely see their point for it, and that's going to come through on, on the positive side of things. Is um, if you if you if you do do every exercise two or three times, um, it's going to be quite a long workout. Yeah, and yeah. and I think that one of the good things about this is that it is it's a relatively short workout, and, and people can think it's a realistic thing to chuck it in there and uh, and get it done, and they know they've done a good little workout. So, this, so that was my first um, thing I think um, to, to keep in mind when you're perhaps doing this and when you bought it. Uh, the second one is, uh, and they actually mention this in a little um, booklet, sort of piece of paper they give they give with the DVD, is uh, some of the poses are quite advanced. Yeah. Um, and so I don't really think they're suitable for beginners. And there's one particularly at the end, which is a back bend. And, and they do tell you that here that you, you shouldn't do that if you haven't, if you're not experienced at yoga. So, so um, do be prepared for that. It is a um, I guess in that respect, it is a good DVD and, and instruction for, for people who haven't done yoga and people who have done yoga. So if you haven't done it before, um, like we said, go to a class and, and perhaps get some introduction introductory lessons. Um, if you haven't got that luxury and you are just going to go straight into this DVD, then uh, just be, be cautious with some of the exercises at the end. They are quite strenuous. Uh, and my final thing that I thought um, would really would really make a big improvement to to the DVD is if they had a bit of an index page, so you could skip through to particular exercises if you're a little short on time and you just wanted to focus on one or two. Um, I think that'll be a great way. But I know that with technology, that probably adds on quite a bit to the cost, so it would end up being more expensive. But uh, so those are a couple of things that I thought. Um, could be done a little better. I don't know. Did you have any other points? Yeah, um, I, I felt I enjoyed it. I sat down with my partner and we actually got out the old DVD and put it in the lounge and we done the session a couple of times and um, I did enjoy it. I felt good afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. Again, um, I, the movements were, you know, the transition between all the movements were really, really good. Um, it was 
pretty simple, you know, you, like it was easy to move through. Uh, there's a few things which um, I thought they could have improved on was uh, they didn't really tell me why I was doing the exercises. And mm-hmm. when, when group fitness, one thing we're really big on is explaining the exercises and they did that really well and how you should feel in the movements, which was great. Um, they didn't really tell me why. And, and I think a lot of people really value that information is that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you're doing this pose now and you're actually stretching this area here and this area here. And, you know, if you want to do this to advance it. So maybe they could kind of sharpen up on that area a little bit. Um, it was nice. It was a nice time. I felt mm. thirty minutes is, you know, by the end of it, I was I was struggling a little bit. I'm not a big yoga person, so it was mm-hmm. challenging for me. And um, I felt by the end, I was thinking, hey, "Jeepers, how much longer is this going to go?" And it kind of finished around the right time for me. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah I felt I would like I was talking to Belinda, and you can maybe get Belinda's comments on this. I was concerned about watching a DVD over and over again. Mm. Um, maybe the, the boredom factor. And but Belinda, whose point was, you know, she basically she, she said, enjoys it. Yeah, she yeah. does it a lot, and she really enjoyed it. And admittedly, I think, yeah, that would be really cool. One, the only thing I, the other thing I picked up on was that, like you, I, it would be nice to have an index, and maybe even structure it in a way where you have the base exercises, and then you can design different workouts around that. Sort of pick shoulders. Or yeah, yeah, things. and then you can do yeah. that. But, but maybe you can't do that with yoga. I don't know. Yeah. Um. um yeah, we're just giving them ideas. You know, yeah. We're giving them honest mm. feedback. So, but but generally speaking, I, th- I felt it was really good. Um, and when you come, I, I will use it again. That's the thing. Like, I yeah. actually, I, I know I'll be doing it again. Like, I'm planning to do it today after the show, and uh, I know it'll become a part of my toolbox and being mm. an Ironman. So, when you come to the product review center, you get some honest appraisal. Yeah. So, so, so on the, on the positive side of things, overall, I think it's a really good DVD. Um, yeah. One of the things I do like about it is it's got a good range of exercises, but a lot of the exercises focus on your hamstrings, and that's typically yeah. an area that I think most athletes um, and that's really, really need to work time. on. Yeah. Um, and you, lower back, which yeah. your hamstrings and lower back are kind of one together. So, yeah. so I think that was um, a really positive point. There was plenty of dog poses, which I'm, I'm, I really think is probably the, the most if, <laughs> the best exercise you can be doing is a, is a good uh, downward dog pose. Um, Bevan's going to lose the plot. He's got sex on his mind. No, I haven't. <laughs> Focused. <laughs> um, so that's a good one. And, and the, there was quite a bit of variety with the warrior poses and so on. So I really like that, the fact that they, they focused on the hamstrings, which is an area that most triathletes need to work on. And uh, I think with other yoga DVDs, they, they perhaps focus a bit more on um, standing poses and balance and things like that, yeah. which, yes, is really, really good. Um, but not so focused for the interactive. And it, and it does take a bit more energy, and a lot of the time triathletes don't have yeah, the energy to do it, yeah. this. So, so I like that, that, that they sort of tailored that towards um, endurance athletes. Um, like Bevan said, I think the fact that it's 30 minutes is an achievable amount of time. Yeah, um, you can go in there. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't have wanted it any longer. Yeah, yeah. You because know, really, like, I wasn't. I was over it. I was just like, yep. Now it's time to finish, <clears> and, and it pretty much did. So we we thought that was good. Um, <clears throat> yes, obviously, with any DVD or anything you buy, um, the boredom factor may come in. But I've actually had it for quite some time now, and uh, and I do it quite regularly myself. Yeah. Uh, my wife does it more than I do. I mean, she'll do it probably at least once if not twice a week Um, at the moment I'm doing a yoga practice uh, a yoga class once every fortnight and I'll probably do the the, the yoga DVD maybe once or twice a fortnight as well on top of my general stretching and then doing some other sort of personal practice as well so I think one of the last lastly just one of the advantages of this is that you can just do it at home yeah you don't have to go somewhere you don't have to go to a gym you don't have to go to a club which you know adds another you can add another hour to the whole event yeah whereas you know you put the kids to bed 
you know, check on DVD. Mm. So, so overall, I think it was uh, it's a good good resource to have. I actually, um, at the moment, when, when I send athletes starting up on my program, I actually send this DVD out to them. Oh, cool. um, so it's part of their sort of startup package. Yep. I send out this, and I send a running drills DVD and a uh, a uh, swimming CD and so on. You're a bloody good coach, aren't you? Oh, jeez, oh. fen- phenomenal. <laughs> You're just a good. <laughs> so, so I, you know, I send out to people. So I think it's pretty good. So if you were to rank it out of you know out of ten for I think performance, I'd probably give it a uh, seven point five. I yeah, think. I think that's fair. Yep, about seven point yep. five. So uh, pretty good. Yep. And uh, value for money? We were just sort of discussing this. I think for looking on the website, it's thirty nine ninety five um, US. US. So I think for Americans, I think that's um, very reasonably priced. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, pretty fair. But for for us Kiwis, when when once we put it into New Zealand dollars, it's probably about sixty five dollars. Yeah. I sell it for. I do actually sell it on my website if anybody wants to get it. Um, yeah, which is what's your website? NZMTC.com. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I do sell it there. So I think for Kiwis, it is uh, on the upper echelon of yep. pricing. Yep. Um, so I'd say we will talk. We we know that it's it's an American thing and it's mainly sold in America. So I'd, I'd probably give it a uh, probably an eight out of ten for pricing. I think it's pretty well pretty well priced. Yep. So there you go. So that's our what's probably we'll call there again. Our product review center. Oh gosh, shows how important it was to you. Wow, I didn't make up the name. That's why. <laughs> um, so we're just going to move into our questions and answers. So uh, because again, we're not basically it's a shortened show this week. So uh, first of all, we had the first question, which was about the polar heart rate monitor, and so we're just going to move on from that one. Or yep. does he have more? No, no, no that's it. No, he just and, says that we're doing a fantastic job. And we love uh, it when you guys tell us that. <clears throat> so the second question was, uh, uh, who's who's it from? Uh, John. 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 Ianacomb. Ianacomb from Glen Ridge, New Jersey. Uh, USA. <clears throat> oh dear, I'm going to have to take a water, I'm afraid. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Um, so he's got a question of the week wondering about what our thoughts were for dry land swim training, such as uh, the Vasa, um, and doing stretch, stretch cords, and, and so on and so on. So um, probably the best thing to do, uh, we've got a link that we'll put up on the show notes and that goes through to Gordo's site and it's a big uh, article on VASA training and there's a lot of detail in there and, and you know what necessarily to do on the VASA, sort of well, sessions you should be really doing, good photos, there. photos, it's a pretty extensive um, sort of document there so rather than um, plowing through all of that now, uh, for those of you who are interested, go to there. But just briefly in terms of um, my thoughts on this stuff, uh, I, I don't really think you can substitute it for swimming, uh, especially if you're a weak swimmer. A huge part of swimming is about um, time in the water, uh, time in the water, yeah. feel for the water, your buoyancy, um, and so on. So yes, I think VASA training is really good, um, but I think it's not really a substitute for swimming. So if you, uh, that's something that complements it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You, I think in your email you did mention that you're really short on time. So you know, example's sake, say. Um, you can maybe only swim twice a week. Then if you can do two Vasas on top of that at home, just short sessions, they don't need to be that long with the Vasa um, or stretch cords. Uh, that would complement it quite nice if you, say, don't have the time to go three to four times to the pool. But uh, and the I, other thing is you're not going to sit on a Vasa for an hour, are you? No, you, you can be a very short time on the Vasa. So it's more about developing strength in the muscles. It's not yeah. really about technique as such. Yeah, um, and the principles with Vasa and, and with stretch cords is you, you do again we, we keep harping back to this um, but technique is vital when you're doing these sorts of things if you do it wrong you, you're you not really benefiting yeah. at all one of the mistakes you, the most common mistakes you see with um, Vasa and with swim cords is people dropping their elbows um, and so the Vasa is, is an excellent excellent place uh, to really work on on having a high elbow when you're coming through that catch phase and sort of putting your arm around the barrel 
um, and that's where I think they can really help uh, in that area there. But you, unfortunately, if you, you're short on time, you still just got to get to the pool um, and, and get that feel for the water. Yeah, it's funny because I'm, you know, you all know that swimming's not my strength, but I've been doing a lot of hard work over the last two months now, two or three months, and uh, it's interesting. I the, I am getting better, and it's interesting that like today I went for a swim and I was able to keep up with some guys who have, have been above me for a long time, and it was it was nice to see that. But the thing that I've really noticed is that I'm just feeling the water better at the yeah. end of the day I just know where I can yeah. feel it and um, and I think that once you focus on that and you actually get that then you find you just seem to go faster and the thing is I'm going faster with less, less effort hmm. so you know that's yeah. so so just to sort of summarise um, yes vast is good and, and swim cords are good but uh, I just don't think you can complement it's a complementary thing you, you can't be replacing your swimming and no. so like I said if you're short on time um, try to get to the pool maybe twice a week and if you can do a couple of VASA sessions uh, that'd be great uh, you probably don't want to do your VASA sessions with your swimming um, you probably want to try to do them a little bit separate especially pre-swimming you don't want to tie yourself out before you get in there um, so yeah hopefully that's uh, helped out a little bit John nice yeah. name you forgot the H there though you need the H in there it should be J-O-H-N well now we're going to move on to Ray Ray um, so Ray was basically saying he's kind of the, we had a question a couple of weeks ago about um, the, the athlete who has the shorter sessions and then he was really asking Where what kind of intensity he should be doing because he's you know he doesn't have a lot of time so he's doing a lot of 30 minute sessions should they really be really really hard um, just because they're short you know really smash yourself and then you make the most of that time or should I you know what should I be doing with those 30 sec- 30 not 30 seconds 30 minute sessions <laughs> 30 second workout would be a very very short one yeah that would be. <laughs> um so Ray, it's going to depend a little bit on what sort of part of the season you're in, obviously, um, whether you're, you know, you're specifically building up for a race or whether you're in your off-season. But I think often these, these short workouts are an ideal time to do some skill sessions. Um, obviously, yeah, if, you, if you're doing a little bit shorter, you sometimes can fit in some uh, slightly harder work. But I think um, a lot of people neglect drills and doing some technique work. So if you've got a 30-minute workout, maybe uh, run down to a park, do some drills, do some strides, bit of technique work and then run home um, and so physically it's not going to smash you for your other key workouts um, and so in short my answer is probably to give a bit of variety uh, you want to avoid the trap of going out and just hammering every single session just because you're short on time but you do want to do some you can use it as some intensity yeah and again um, something like that if you've got a, a little 30 minute workout a good opportunity to maybe go do some hills yeah um, to do Interval some hill running, reps yeah. some intervals um, so yes, it is. It's fine to do some intensity work there, and and uh, and I think one of the things Brownie brought up is um, you, even if you're doing Ironman, you still need to do have a bit of intensity in there, a bit of leg speed work. It shouldn't all be long, slow stuff. Uh, you obviously got to be a little bit careful that you don't smoke yourself, and, and doing intensity is generally um, an easy way to injure yourself. So you got to do it sensibly. Use of a coach is often quite good. Mm. Um, oh, I remember even when we uh, had that interview a long time ago on Radio Sport with um, Mark Allen, he was saying yeah. yes, your body still needs to learn how to be fast. Yeah, yeah. And and say so a thirty minute uh, workout might be an ideal um, opportunity to go do a little time trial. Um, you know, uh, either a little bike time trial, maybe a fifteen k bike time trial or something like yep. that, or or do a running time trial. Um, do you, um, like how often? Are doing skill sessions is kind of off this question, but how often doing skill sessions is important? Uh, I'll generally do two two running skill sessions a week, at least one, minimum one, um, and ideally two. Last week I did two. I did my Monday night squad session, and then I uh, I did an hour run where the middle uh, 20, 30 minutes with skills. I went to the park, did some drills, did some strides, and then ran home. So it was a more, more of a steady workout. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Maybe we can do a bit more about what kind of skills to do and how to do them eventually yeah. in another coach's corner. Exactly. Nice. We've got Matthew again. Matthew's our legendary 
email in person. <laughs> and uh, he was he again mentioned about how again last week we were talking about how Ironman USA just sold out in minutes, and he was saying how. It was just crazy. He had yeah. to line up to get into it, but he signed up and he's doing it and he's thinking, you know, he's got 12 months to improve himself and swim, bike and run. And uh, what what what's the best things for him to do, really? Yeah. Million dollar question. How can I yeah. become a fast trainer? Yeah, how can I win the Ironman? <laughs> okay, where do I start? <laughs> New show. Yeah. No, um, I thought I'd just give Matthew a few little points because I know you have raced and um, I, I don't know what your racing plans are for the rest of the season. I would say try to find some other races. You know, you've got plenty of summer left in North America. Um but especially over winter, when obviously um, I don't know where. Do you know where Matthew lives in uh, the states? Depending on what what no, your weather's okay. like. But as I've sort of uh, mentioned well, that's there with Ray, at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Spend some time doing some drills in all three disciplines. So maybe have a bit of a block doing a swim block, a bit of a run a run block, and a bit of a bike block. Uh, if you, you know wanting to improve all three, try to get some coaching or get some some video analysis done, and and try to work on that technique. I think a lot of people do get into the trap where they just think volume, 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 and I'm going to do that and I'm going to get better. Uh, technique is often a very very easy way by improving your technique. Um, a few mm, short sessions you yeah. can make some pretty big improvements so that would be my first one um one thing i always say is consistency is the key uh so yes i know you've raced uh just a, a week or two ago um but a, a week or two recovery is all you're going to need you need to get back on the back yep. on the, the horse and uh and get back into it and and try to keep uh, some consistency there and that was what scott Malin was saying as well wasn't it that yeah. a lot of athletes stuff up by um, having too much time off and over the winter not doing anything and then you know you lose so much exactly. of what you've gained and that's so. the thing I mean you, you race in July for you guys that have done uh, Lake Placid and uh, it's conceivably be very easy to take the rest of the year off and maybe start your training again in the new year yeah. and you've all automatically lost five months where you could have developed quite nicely So and it doesn't have to be madness it exactly. doesn't have to be like that, that you know your big week training but it's about a slow maybe a slower progression exactly mm. um Another thing I think you'd probably need to do at this stage is schedule some some downtime recovery time. You obviously had your downtime after your race. Um, probably at the end of summer you want to schedule some downtime. That's one big thing I, we know um, Cameron Brown does a lot. Like after every Ironman he has quite a, a decent little period off, um, but he schedules it in every time. Yeah, uh, and, and again, Gordo was mentioning Cameron Brown. I may have mentioned this in another Ironman talk, but Gordo was mentioning how even when Cameron Brown had New Zealand, which was a really abbreviated race, and a, you know he only ended up racing like a, a half, not even a half, he still had the amount of time he would normally have off. And yeah, you know, to me that was such a valuable lesson. So, so yes, um, we we well, we're not. I guess we are in some ways contradicting ourselves. Yeah. Um, you'd, you'd you'd got to have recovery, not too much, but you've got to schedule it in um, and make sure you have got that as part of your plan. Obviously, one of the big things is to train more. If you can find more time in your day, if you can get time off work and you can train, uh, that is obviously another way to get faster. And uh, the last one is to get a coach. And I'll go, I won't plug John as such. Well, I'll plug you, but um, <laughs> um, but yeah, getting coached is really, really important. You know, you kind of get through that first one by yourself. And, and to be honest, you probably want to coach more in your first one than any, any time. But wow, no, you want them no, all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, at any stage. But uh, you often learn, you know, it's very hard for a coach to often tell people what they're going to go through in their first Ironman if they haven't done it. Yeah. Uh, to put that into words is often quite difficult. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's fine. You've done, you've done it your, your way the first time. And uh but I think you know, coach will probably help you progress a little bit quicker. Um, nice. Okay, so uh, yeah, there's Matthew's question. We're going to move on to Barry's question now. Um, again, he's saying he's loving it, so we're loving you, Barry, for saying that. Um, he was talking about quinine sulfate, and he just heard us mention it in a few shows back. And uh, he gets a lot of cramp, and was interested in quinine sulfate, but 
he seems to want a bit more research on to why it would work for an endurance athlete. Now, he's looked into it and discovered that it seems to be kind of given out to older people to stop this, cramping at night. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, and, it's, and it's asking us for specific information, which I don't know if we actually... Well, it's what you've got to realise is that, yes, it is, that is developed for elderly people with cramps. Yeah. And, uh, so, but and, it's there to stop cramp. Yeah, and, and generally it is a prescription um, drug, so you, had to, you do have to get a prescription for it. I don't think in New Zealand you can get it over the counter. No, you no, can't. You no, can't. No. Um, so you've really got to get some medical advice on that as, as whether it is suitable for you and whether it's safe for you. Um, most people, it is fine. But I'd, I'd say the first thing you want to do is... Um, you know, it, it, automatically people start thinking about cramps. What can I do? What can I do? And we did do a little segment a while ago. So the things you need to look at is um, just make sure you're getting enough electrolytes in, enough salts in, um, especially if you're a heavy sweater. Uh, look at your stretching, whether you're doing enough stretching. That can often be a, a cause of cramp. Yeah. Um, and perhaps include some plyometric exercises, um, things like skipping. If it's, say, you, you're cramping in your calves, um, often get guys to do a little bit of skipping and, and some jumping exercises. So those are three areas you need to look at. Why plyometrics? Uh, just a bit of muscle recruitment and just loading. I just find yep. it works. Yep. Um, so I get people doing that. Uh, and like I said, if you're going to go on the quinine, you, you check it out first with a medical practitioner. Uh, and if if it does come around that you are going to take it, the general sort of uh, rule is you take a 200 milligram tablet um, before the race. Sometimes it might not be a 200 milligram tablet, and then uh, take it again towards the end of the bike. Yeah. You've got to try these things in training. I'm not just saying that everybody go out and get this sort of stuff. It's only I'd say if you've had serious cramping issues. Uh, yeah. So for past. me, I, I did, and I, I heard about quinine sulfate through a, actually an old school teacher of mine who was a really good runner, and he does a run called the Kepler Challenge, which is a nearly 70k kind of mountain run which is very hard and they have it every year in New Zealand he does it every year and he'd never done that well and well, he'd never achieved what he was trying to achieve other than you know completing it but it was every year he cramped like you know crazy mm. and then um, he got put on to the quinine and he, he just goes to me oh it's just saved my life you know as an athlete I no mm. longer have this restriction over my head and after my first Ironman um, I, we, where I cramped for the 20, last 20k's of the run which was basically a hovel home um, I used I, I got onto it and I didn't use it in my last race, and I feel maybe my body's more developed now and more used to it. But mm. the, the next couple of races, um, I definitely felt it was a real benefit too, you know. Mm. And, and I do have it there for me in a race, you mm. know, for that reason. So we're not saying going everybody go out and get it. We're just saying if you've had issues on it the yeah. first, and I you think know, you, if you're a cramper, yeah, you know, look at that option. So but if you're not a cramper, I don't, you know, like it's exactly. Don't, yeah, don't know complicate it. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. So that's uh, that's all our questions. Hopefully we, uh, we we shared the love a little more this week. We didn't rush through them quite as much as last time. And yeah. uh, so that's this week's show, isn't it? Yeah. So um, if you have any questions, any more questions or answers, you can email us at ironmantalk at gmail dot com. And um, also you could get the show notes. Now the show notes for this show won't be up this week because in theory we're doing this a week before you're listening to this. And I'm currently in Auckland, which I'm not, but I'm going to be in Auckland <laughs> next week for. A, for a week and I'm unable to get to my computer and do the website stuff so the show notes for this week's won't be there until basically later on next week um, but go on they will be there eventually um, also so you can check it that out ironmantalk.com uh, John's website yep I'm just having a little yawn over here we've been uh, here for hours <laughs> <laughs> triathloncoach.net triathloncoach.net that's where it all happens um, if you do know of, of, now that we've got our product review centre um, it's not going to be a weekly thing because it just depends on what product we get but um, if you do know of someone or a company or you are somebody who promotes a triathlon type product and you want our review we will be honest and we're not going to favour anybody um, we want to be able to add value to the listeners um, and give feedback which they can benefit from so 
but at the same time, we're willing to do that for you. So if you do know of someone who wants that, um, us to do that on the show, it's cool. Um, but other than that, what are you going on for us this week, mate? This week or this week or the week after well. this week? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just slowly cranking up my training volume. Oh, yeah. be a, it's getting dangerous. Yeah, my cycling's still pretty woeful, but uh, give me a few more weeks. Time on the bike. Yeah, we're planning a little. Well, I'm planning a little. Uh, Epic training trip. A little epic. He goes to me, oh, do you want to bike to Queenstown? It's like 240 and 260 or something stupid like that. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, 200, yeah, 240 the first day and 260 the second day. So it's the biggest I've ever so ridden. 260 kilometres is, uh, is uh, 200 miles. No, it's, yep. not, it's not quite 200 miles. No, because it'd be 320, yeah. It's a long way, yep. and we've got <laughs> shit roads over here, yeah. and we're probably going to be going yeah, it's quite into a too, isn't it? Yeah. Very hilly, so uh, it's going to be a bit of an epic adventure, and then I'm, when I'm down there, we're going to check out, it's not until September, so we've actually still got a little time to go, yeah. um, we'll check out the course down there for Queenstown, and uh, give you guys a bit of feedback on that. Yeah. Other than that, it's uh, life as usual for me, uh, just tapping away on the old computer during the day, fitting training around that. And, uh, it's a hard life, mate. I'm actually, I'm actually doing a long training weekend myself this weekend. Ooh. I'm doing a three-day... Um, there's a cycle crew who my partner trains with and they're having a three-day training weekend. Um, so I'm going to go along and do that. We're going to do... Kick think, some roadies' asses. Yeah, although they're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but although I do get them in the hills, which is kind of I funny. Do. Yeah, yeah. I seem to be the strongest hill rider of the lot. Oh. Um, so, so, yeah, I think we're doing like 180 the first day and then like 140, 150. But on the last day, I've got to fly to Auckland so I got to do the 150 like by myself, 130 by myself to get to the plane. So I can't afford. I got to leave at six in the morning. I'm flying out at two. So this is coming from the guys who are currently getting about three to five punches every ride oh, he does. We need to do. So I need some. Honestly, it's unbelievable how many punches I've had in the last month. It's like every second ride I get a puncture, and I've changed my wheel. I've changed my tire, and I'm becoming. So, angry little man angry. so anyway guys uh, thanks for listening to the show we will be back to normal next week for Iron Man Talk episode 20 we're getting to Ooh. number twos which is quite exciting number twos number twos <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, so you guys get out there enjoy the week train hard and if you've got any questions feel free to contact us other than that enjoy yourself see you later Adios. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, she doesn't actually sound anything like that. <laughs> oh dear. The show must go on. Oh, yeah. the show must go on. We've been sitting here. <laughs>